0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Game Things. I'm your host for the week, Ming, and today we'll start off our episode by covering the most recent state of play. So the most recent state of play actually showcased a couple of trailers, but I'll only be highlighting two in particular. The first one is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. First, we got a release date for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and that is February 29 next year. Aside from the release date, we also got brand new cinematic footage to showcase what exactly the game will be about. So obviously the game is a continuation to FF7 RE, previously released I think about 2 years back. And right now, we are going to progress more into the story and in this brand new title, we will once again see the good old cast of Kate Sif and the H-Lord Vincent himself. So. Yeah, for you guys that are Final Fantasy VII fans, you guys should definitely be excited for this upcoming title because you get to see a lot of old faces. Plus, you get to temporarily team up with Sephiroth in one of the fights that were showcased, so that will be something to look forward to as well. The next title that I will be covering is Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Man 2, releasing on October 20th. So Spider-Man 2... Which a lot of you, I'm quite sure, are hyped up for, recently announced that in the game itself, you can actually nab up to 65 different spider suits, which is a ton of different suits that you can grab. Aside from that, all these suits even come with the potential of having minor tweaks in terms of colorization and stuff like that, so you can even further customize all these 65 suits, potentially giving you way more than just 65 different looks. Other than that, really not much else to cover about the title because the title is releasing in about a month from now so I'm quite sure the devs don't actually want to spoil too much but one thing that I do want to mention is the devs have mentioned that throughout the entire game you can actually freely swap between Miles' perspective as well as Peter's perspective. So you can freely swap between the two Spider-Mans and play out the game through their perspective. But I would think that you can't do it too freely when it comes to story missions, but in general uh when you're in free play, you can freely swap between the two at any point of time and you can just experience two different playstyles because since this game does have the inclusion of Venom, Peter will be somewhat more violent and somewhat more hard hitting when it comes to his punches. So the playstyle would be relatively different as compared to all the previous Spider-Man games. So yeah, if you guys are interested in the game, do make sure to place your pre-order right now so you can unlock more skins upon its release. Next, we're going to talk about the most recent Nintendo Direct. So during this most recent Nintendo Direct, what we're going to cover first is Paper Mario. So Paper Mario will be getting a new title called Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, releasing sometime next year, we don't know the exact date yet so be sure to stay subscribed and ring the notification bell so you guys will stay updated to all the latest news. Anyway, continuing on on Paper Mario. Previous Paper Mario title is definitely very very different compared to most other Mario games out there. For one, the art style itself is completely different and very very unique. For two, the gameplay mechanics are rather different as well. And of course, the cast of characters, while you see a few recognisable faces in the game, there are definitely a cast of brand new characters as well in Paper Mario 1000 Year Door. All in all, if you have been a fan of the previous Paper Mario title, you would definitely love this one as it is a trip down memory lane. And if you have never played any of the previous Paper Mario titles before, and you are a fan of all the Mario titles, then be sure to check this out because it is a completely different experience but you will be sure to still enjoy it regardless. The next title that we will be covering is Super Mario RPG, releasing in November 17th this year. So Super Mario RPG is effectively a remake of the original Super Mario RPG. But, aside from it being a remake, there also has some brand new features, for example, In this game, you have a brand new mechanic called a triple attack. So effectively, by filling up a certain meter, you can actually release a really strong combo attack with all three characters of your party. And by having different party members swap in and swap out, you can actually unleash different types of combo attacks. So be sure to experiment and try out which combo attack does the most damage or does the most beneficial thing for you. Aside from that, Super Mario RPG will also have re-challengeable bosses after you completed the game. So that's definitely a plus because not a lot of RPG games out there actually have this feature whereby you can re-challenge certain boss stages and experience the game all over again on a different difficulty. So I would say that this re-challenge boss mechanic is most definitely a plus. So that's basically it for the State of Play on Nintendo Direct. Next, let's move on to some other news that you guys might find interesting. Starting off with what recently happened this week, specifically the supposed leaked Bodesta roadmap. So this week from Microsoft's court case, if I recall correctly, they basically accidentally leaked a roadmap of some Bodesta titles that are not announced. These titles include a potential Ghostwire Tokyo sequel, a Doom Year Zero title, Dishonored 3, as well as various remasters of previous Bethesda titles. But of course, now that the plan has been leaked, we do not know if Bethesda will continue to stick with their original plan or maybe they'll switch it up and work on something else. But hey, who knows. For now, just take this Notice with a pinch of salt because don't get your hopes up. After all, it is leaked info and it can be changed at any point of time. Next, I'm going to make a PSA, a Public Service Announcement to you guys and that's on Marvel Avengers. So Marvel Avengers is currently on a 90% sale and is up for grabs up until the 30th of September and once 30th of September is over, the game will be delisted forever. So if you have the intention of getting the game just you know, as a keepsake or just for collecting the game, be sure to get it right now before it's gone for good. Next, we're going to talk about a title called The Final Descendant. The Final Descendant is a third-person perspective lunar shooter game, basically another Destiny, I guess and currently they have a cross-play open beta which is currently live right now and the beta will end at 26th of September. So if you are interested in the game, be sure to give it a go because players that reach level 20 during the beta will unlock an exclusive back trophy item to use in the full game when the game is released. Aside from that, all participants will also receive a limited edition emote for the final game when it's released. So, if you are interested in a brand new shooter game that is not Destiny, be sure to give it a look and be sure to try it out. And that's basically all the news we have for you guys this week. Next, we'll move on to some titles that you guys might want to try out starting from today. So, first, I'll be covering Mortal Kombat 1. Available on PS5, Xbox Series S and X, Nintendo Switch and PC. So Mortal Kombat 1 does not really require any explanation at all. It is another fighting game but with a rather decent twist, I guess. So Mortal Kombat 1 unlike Mortal Kombat 11 or Mortal Kombat 10, current has a brand new cameo feature where you can momentarily call for an assist and basically get off additional hits on your enemy. So this feature was never ever available in any of the previous Mortal Kombat titles and the cameo mechanic effectively makes the gameplay much much different compared to before and basically gives you a lot of brand new playstyles and a lot of brand new things to look out for when you are going against any real opponents. Aside from that, like all other Mortal Kombat titles, Mortal Kombat 1 has some brand new fatalities that you should definitely look out for because damn, some of those fatalities using like PS5 graphics is just absolutely beautiful and absolutely bonkers. The gore is just chef's kiss. But while I do think Mortal Kombat 1 is a great game on PS5, Xbox and PC, I do not think that you should get the game on Nintendo Switch. Because the graphical quality on PC, Xbox, and PS5 versus the graphical quality of what you see on Switch is, yikes, completely different. And I would say that playing it on Switch is just, does not do the game justice at all. So if you are interested in the game, I highly recommend getting it on one of the stronger consoles and do not get it on the Switch just because the game just doesn't feel as right or as gory as compared to if you play on a strong console. But all in all, I would say the game is definitely a great game and you like fighting games or just are interested in seeing some pretty darn interesting fatalities. Next, we move on to Lies of P, available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One and PC. So, Lies of P is a Souls-slash-Bloodborne-esque game where you play as a young kid. Sounds kind of weird, I know, but yes, that's true. The protagonist is a young-looking kid that can potentially hold a huge-ass greatsword that is, like, double his size. Yeah, just classic Bloodborne-slash-Dark Souls type of game. Anyway, as it is a... Souls-like game, do expect the gameplay to be hard and do expect the game to, well, be good and challenging. While I would say that the game itself is not as polished as Dark Souls or Bloodborne, it is still a very very good attempt as the game itself is a brand new genre that the studio is looking at so they have never made any Souls-like game before and this is their first attempt and I would say that they have done very well so far and the game is definitely really really good just don't expect it to be as good as a Souls-like game but it is definitely good enough to scratch any of your Dark Souls uh, itch if you have one I mean after all recently there hasn't really been any sort of Elden Ring or Souls-like games so if you have an itch for any Souls-like title games, be sure to give Lies of P a try because it will definitely be able to satisfy your cravings. The next title that I'll talk about is Resident Evil 4. Specifically, Resident Evil 4 The Separate Ways DLC. Available now on PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4 and PC. So Resident Evil 4 The Separate Ways DLC will feature Ada Wong's perspective and how basically she has to go through the game and do what Albert Wesker assigned her to do. Yeah. So basically, you're just playing Resident Evil, but from Ada's perspective, which is definitely a plus because let's be real, Resident Evil is a great game and no matter whose perspective you're playing it from, it will always be a great game. Next, the title that I'm going to cover is You Suck at Parking, available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. So, the game itself has a very simple concept, and well, you need to park. But, it's not as simple as it sounds. So basically, what you need to do is maneuver your car across a somewhat complex obstacle course. And you have to park it exactly in the parking spot at the end of the course. So yeah. A very simple concept, but not exactly a very simple game because some of the courses are, from what I've seen, pretty insane and pretty challenging. And of course, you must park in the middle of the box. If you do stop anywhere in between the tracks, that doesn't count as parking and that is not good because you will fail the level. So yeah, it might sound easy, but the game is actually not that easy. So. If you are interested in trying out a game that is slightly different from what we regularly see everyday, then maybe give YOU SUCK AT PARKING a try because it's just a very very unique and different game. So the last and final title that I will be covering is on Payday 3. Available now on PS5, Xbox Series S and X and PC. So Payday 3. As you would expect, is a continuation of the Payday series, which basically means more heists. So once again, you'll be able to come together with your band of friends and basically just go on more bank robberies and rob as much money as you can using some of the craziest and newest high-tech equipment that Payday 3 has to offer. But aside from all these, what else exactly does Payday 3 offer? Now, let me tell you, so based on some of the gameplay that I've seen so far, first, they have a brand new payload mode, so you have to escort like an armored vehicle to a certain point and then from there, once you reach that point, you start to rob that vehicle and extract the valuables, be it money or jewels from that armored vehicle. Aside from that, a brand new location that a heist can take place in is in a a club. Yeah, I do not know how the devs thought of having a heist in a club, but okay. The scenery is very very different. You see a lot of bright colours in the club, which is expected. Yeah, it's just very very different compared to a lot of uh, heist games out there. Because let's be real, who in their right mind thinks of clubs as having valuable stuff? Like, I mean, sure, yes. Some games depict clubs to have drugs and stuff like that, which are worth money, but still, you know. But in any case, 3 does look like a really great game, and if you enjoy like these type of co-op heist games, be sure to check it out and be sure to get it and play it with your buds. Next, we move on to our last and final segment, talking about free things. So, Epic Game Store is giving out Out of Line as well as the Forest Quartet. So be sure to get these two games while it's still available in Epic Game Store. Oh, before we end the episode, my editor has asked me to add this last segment in and it's on Tekken 8. So Tekken 8 will be receiving another closed beta test on 20th of October and registrations are open right now up until the 11th of October. And this beta test will have head-to-head competition between different platforms. So yes, it's basically cross platform matching. So if you are interested in Tekken, be sure to sign up for the beta and be sure to enjoy this open this closed beta test when it's available. And that basically marks the end of our episode. Once again, I was your host for the week, Ming, and I hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you next week on another episode of Game Things.